Welcome to the Wonderland. Yes, it's a brand new episode, a new day, or even a new night, depending on where you're listening from. And this is another new opportunity for us to make up for those past episodes of the show, which have had us kind of, you know, wanting to stab ourselves in the eye with a fork or something similar. Now, people often ask me what category this podcast falls into. And I've got to admit, it's difficult to categorise because it seems to have defied any of the traditional podcast descriptions. Because as far as I know, podcast platforms don't yet include a stupidity genre. But even the comedy designations are stretched because every now and then I'll talk a bit seriously about something. So strictly speaking, it's not 100% funny business. But in my defence, I will say that although the structure of the show is consistent, it's otherwise 100% organic, 100% unplanned, and therefore 100% potentially frustrating for anyone who wants to put a label on it. Now, I fully realise that might be a bad thing, in the sense that, you know, if you want to recommend the show to another person, as I hope you will does make it a little difficult to tell that person what to expect. That is, unless it's one of those situations where you love the show and your friend is very much like you, and you can say to that friend, just trust me. Anyway, I'm of the opinion that eventually a show like this reaches the people it's meant to, as in weirdos like me. And I know there's quite a few of you out there, which is great, and it makes me feel rather warm and fuzzy as a content creator and a human being. So anyway, here we are at episode 101, and we're just about three years into the show. And to commemorate that, I'm going to talk today about something very important to me personally, which, of course, I hardly ever do, pretty much. In order to do that, though, we would be well advised to proceed with no small amount of confidence and without hesitation into that chamber of contemplation, that repository of reason, that safe house of speculation that is theory time. Yo, you can't know what you can't know. I'm going to tell you what I think I know. And I know what I know. This is what I know. Theory time. And welcome to theory time. Today's theory is a dual theory. Really? The first part being that Deciding you want to do something is an essential part of liking it. And secondly, that everyone has a favourite fruit, even if they're not into fruit. And you can't really like something unless you've actually had it, can you? Now, tragically, there are people out there shuffling off this mortal coil every day without ever having discovered the fruit of their dreams. And it's my contention that Australia's Kensington Pride Mango is the greatest fruit on the planet. And I will fly halfway around the world to have it when it's in season. Secure in the knowledge that almost every other mango I've had from any other place has been absolute rubbish by comparison. Subjective? Probably. But I truly believe that if you are already into mangoes, and you've never had a Kensington Pride, well, you would be in for a mind-blowing experience. And if you claim that you hate mangoes, like one of my best friends in Norway, who I'm going to call Per Olaf Brevik, 
because that's his name, your mind would be forever changed following the consumption of this particular variety, provided, of course, you have an open mind to new taste experiences, which I believe Pear Olive definitely does. Now, unfortunately, as far as I know, Kensington Pride mangoes rarely, if ever, make it outside the country, possibly because the people who grow and market them in Australia know full well that mangoes exported green are never quite the same when they get to their destination, especially to somewhere as far away as Scandinavia. On top of that, in Europe, they're also usually horribly expensive, adding insult to injury. And the irony is that in season, which is between October and February every year, the Kensington Pride mangoes in Australia are often really, really cheap. Now, the exception to this rule seems to be Portugal, where one can get some excellent Brazilian mangoes, which are a bit more expensive than the Australian ones, but also very, very good. So this is in no way a tourism promotion for my homeland, even though it bloody well could be, but simply a tip to those people out there who, like myself, are not generally fans of fruit, to take a chance on a Kensington Pride mango if you're ever in Australia between October and February. And yes, it might actually be a good enough reason to get on a plane and go. I know it definitely is for me. As for Mr. Per Olaf Brevik of Trondheim, well, the importance of his occasionally considered maiden voyage down under now looms larger than ever. And as he's already been to Portugal, reportedly tasted a Brazilian mango and is still unimpressed, the ultimate test remains. And we here at the Wonderland will, of course, be bringing you developments as they come to hand. Am I simply, as Mr. Brevik might well claim, pushing the mango agenda uphill like a shopping cart with a bad wheel? Possibly. Or possibly not. Because as the saying goes, you can lead a man to mango and he might like it. If he should decide that he wants to, stay tuned. This is what I know. Theory time. And that's it for today's undeniably sweet and juicy edition of Theory Time. Speaking of juicy... About 10 days ago, I had an unexpected blast of what you might call juicy musical creativity, having not written or recorded a song in about two years. And the thing about my creative process with music is that it tells me when things are going to happen, and not the other way around. You know, there are people who can write songs to order, if you like, but I'm not and never have been one of those people, lucrative though that might be. Anyway, it now looks like I'm well on my way to album number nine, which I would say will probably see the light of day on Spotify, etc., either late this year or early next year. In the meantime, though, I would like to present to you, for the very first time in cyberspace, my forthcoming single. And here it is, and it's called What About Steve? Take a listen. Thing. 
so many things that he could never, 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 never need. What about Steve? What about Steve? What about Steve? What about Steve? Give him a crystal ball The keys to the church hall Gave him nearly 24 didn't appreciate that at all. What about Steve? What about Steve? What about Steve? What about Steve? What about him? What about Steve, which will be up on the music streaming services within the next few weeks? Now, I suppose I could have called the song What About Fred or What About Kanye or What About Ruprecht or possibly even What About Pamela Joanne? But Steve seemed the name to go with. Hmm. Mind you, I did have to message my brother Steve and tell him that in no way was the song about him at all. 
or at least not really all that much. So just as an exercise, I would like all of you to play that song to anyone you know called Steve, then tell them that it could have been written about them, and then enjoy any interesting conversation which follows. Fun times ahead. Hmm. So, let's see, where are we now? Ah, yes. And speaking of fun times, folks, or in this case, something a bit similar, we are now at that part of the show where anything can happen, and possibly will, but probably won't, courtesy of our next segment, one which is rapidly becoming a firm favourite with our regular listeners, um, with, of course, the exception of those who choose to skip forward in the hope of hearing something intelligent. Yes, that's right. It's... Good Times with Big Jeff and Little Kev. Hi, Kev. How are you? I'm really, really, really unpleasantly hot right now. But I've said that before, haven't I, Jeff? You have said that before. And you can only ever say something once, Mm, I'm afraid. We shall have to have you killed. All I know (laughs) is that, you know, whenever this airs, we will have had like seven months of extreme heat. It's really true, folks. It's right now. It's uh, very, very hot, and that's all I'm going to say. It's yes. very, very hot. It that's will be it. hot for this entire summer, and I'm not even afraid to say it's 2023. I'm going to say that now. I don't like to date our podcast, oh. but I mean, mm. I mean, what's in a year, Kev? What's in it? That what's in a year? That which we call a month by any other word would smell as sweet. <laughs> That was brilliant, Kev. Oh, that was Thank wonderful. You. I like that. The ladies and gentlemen, you. Kevin McOwen Donald. Right. Yes. Kev, now we were just talking about um, coming to your place for a barbecue, which <clears throat> right. uh, my wife and I will be doing. Is that still going to happen? Is that still going to happen? It is still coming? happening this Saturday. Okay. And we, okay. Um, How long are you coming for? You, when are you? Uh, four weeks. Um, you okay. and, you know. When are you leaving again? Um, when are you coming over and then leaving when? As soon as we get a decent <laughs> sale price for your house, then we'll leave and take the money with us. <laughs> That sounds so inviting, doesn't it? Oh, it does. You know? Yeah. Here's what happened. Just to interject a second. Interject, so, please. Both you and I, we travel, you know, a lot, you know, for our, our work. So we I generally go for a weekend or something. So yep. mm-hmm. instead of my daughter saying, when are you going to be home? It's like, hey, Papa, when are you leaving? I'm like, <laughs> can I just hang around for a while? You know, yeah, like, yeah, it's like, yeah. can't wait for me to leave. I'm thinking, what's happening when I leave? Which reminds me, I should in- install some cameras, really. <laughs> Yeah, why is that, Kev? Do you really want to see Just what's going on? Because you never you're know away? what. Do you, you know really what? Maybe know? you're right. No, yeah, I, I, I don't. I would not go down that path because, folks, yeah, I believe not. as Kevin does that there's certain things we should not be appraised of. Certain right. things, information. Right. We might think we want to know everything. We don't trust. We me. don't. We do no. not. No, and we don't no. because we've got enough to know and enough to think about. What other people do, well, let's just let them do it as long as you know we don't end up, you know, getting home and the house is burned down or you know, yeah. whatever. Right. That's something you might right. be want to be prepared for, but but the other stuff, yeah, have at it. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. That's Go ahead, right. Jeff. Kevin, non-alcoholic alcohol. <laughs> non-alcoholic. Okay, yeah. Alcohol. All right. Now mm-hmm. I think that yeah. could be a thing. So how about? Let's just t- turn this whole idea of, you know, I know we have non-alcoholic beer and wine and everything, and yeah, spirits also, but let's turn it all on its head, and let's have alcoholic soda, or even a gin made with something like LSD instead of alcohol. <laughs> now, Kev, that would open up a whole new world of enjoyment possibilities. <laughs> 
So things that shouldn't have alcohol should have it. So like, yeah. like an alcoholic peanut butter sandwich. You know, <laughs> yeah. Why stop at liquids? Why stop at liquids? Now, I know we have alcohol in cakes, folks. Why can't we have alcohol in a pizza or a meat pie? Or even Kevin's favorite thing in the whole world, a tuna fish sandwich. <laughs> Alcoholic exactly. tuna fish sandwich, you know. Exactly. Now, so would you like the, liquids? <laughs> would you like the forty-five percent, or would you like the 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 wine, the red wine flavored twelve point five percent? What would you be having today? Oh man! Right. Now I just want to have that. No, go on. <laughs> just go on, have that go on. Heavy. I think that everybody's water supply should just be heavy alcohol. Just, yeah, it should, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, imagine washing and that. You'd be perfectly sanitized. <laughs> well, that's the upside because people forget that alcohol is actually very good at sanitizing things, right? So, so the alcoholic on laying on a street somewhere, I mean, you might think, very oh, clean. my God, look at that person. You go, oh, my God, they're so they're sanitized. Very look at they're them. Very clean. At least on the inside, sort of. <laughs> You know, it's and that's the irony because if you're pissed drunk, you know, and soaking in alcohol from whiskey bottles or whatever, right. you are unlikely to be thought of as the most uh, sanitary person out there. However, but you are. You are, in a sense, yes, because you are, your system has been cleansed of everything good. You're you're just cloaked in <clears throat> sanitization. You are cloaked in it. Yeah, in a sense, you are. So I think you're soaked little, in it. That's it. So, yeah. and, and for this is. reason, it, it stumps me why more people, you know, like raging, those of us who are raging, raging alcoholics are not working in completely sanitized environments because they'd fit in like a, honestly, like a finger like a in a glove. glove. Or a there it is. Glove. There, it, there is. it is. We'll just leave that uh, for your consideration, folks. <laughs> Uh, and further discussion. Now, there's one more thing I want to talk to you, Kevin, on this fine day. <laughs> right. Okay, go ahead. I'm, okay. I'm still, I'm still <laughs> reading on this one anyway. Okay, all right, Kev. I have this recurring dream, Kev, and it's it based around yeah. the following thing. What if okay. you discovered that your birth certificate was completely wrong and you were born not only on a different date but in a different year? And would it be better to discover that you were older or younger? Over to you, Kevin. Oh my God, man, that's a very yeah. good one. Isn't it um, though? It's a little mm. bit too serious, isn't it, Jeff? Is it? I is would it? like to be discovered. I mean, now I'm I'm, I'm about to turn. <clears throat> I'm about to turn. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> at that age, yeah, that age. Um, yeah. You, maybe you'd like to to feel mm. not to have a number that mm. represents how you feel. Yes, yeah, exactly. I feel like I'm <laughs> instead of. <laughs> And so <laughs> he's actually, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I would, I would rather, I would rather have a number that represents my age of, blah, blah, than, um, than mm. my real age, which is, blah, blah. that's it. Yeah. Folks. Yes. And uh, if you're you know wondering what, I mean? what it is, it's, yeah, I'm going to fill that bit in later. Anyway. Um, yes. When we're off, off, off camera, which we're not even on in, we're not even on camera. We're not which is in camera. We're not on camera, well. in camera. Yeah. But here's the interesting thing about in-camera. Now, that expression is very interesting, Kev, because you know what in-camera means? Do you know what it means? That means, that means, that means something. It means private. It means if a discussion is in-camera, 
It means it's a private discussion. Well, you think of this in a, a room. camera there. Camera is Latin private. for room. Right. That's not private. That's on a freaking camera. That's in camera. Does it yeah. mean you have to get inside yes. the camera? Have to be a freaking big camera for one thing. It's private until something from the camera is released, Jeff. Uh-huh. So is something get, does something get released from a camera, Kev? Like, actually released like a fluid or something along these lines? Uh, I don't know, Kev. Can I go now? Good times with Big Jeff and Little Kev. And Little Kev and myself will return with more good times in just two short weeks. Moving right along now. For the final segment in today's show, I want to discuss a subject which... Look, to be perfectly honest, I'm not a big fan of. Now, look, I realise that sounds kind of counterintuitive, but there's a valuable cautionary tale attached to this, and we here at Wonderland Studios do like to think of the show as something of a public service. So we're going to launch into it anyway. Right or wrong, right here and right now on... Jeff's Thought of the Day. I Welcome to my thought of the day, which this definitely is because I've literally just thought of it. Gardening. Yuck. Now, before all you fanatically green-thumbed listeners and appreciators of hedges, lawns, flowerbeds and manicured backyards come after me with sharpened shears, I'm simply saying that I've never enjoyed doing it. Not that I don't appreciate the end result of someone else having done it. And I also realise that gardening is a skilled activity which can be everything from therapeutic to extremely enjoyable and satisfying for a lot of people, as well as a profession, a calling and a passion. Now, this was proven beyond any doubt recently when I was asked by my wife to sweep the carport. And what does that have to do with gardening, you might ask? Excellent point, and one which I'm about to expand on. So there I was, outside, early in the morning, in said carport, broom in hand, and just about to start sweeping when a demon I'm going to call Best Intentions possessed me. And halfway through the sweeping, I got a set of hedge scissors and began to neaten up the greenery adorning the concrete walls of said carport. Having decided that it all looked rather messy and shabby and could do with a bit of a trim. Now, this would have been quite okay, except once I started trimming, I um, kept trimming. More and more and more, until the greenery was not hanging over the concrete wall at all, but instead sitting neatly along the top, which, to be perfectly honest, I thought looked terrific and would no doubt garner hugely positive reviews from all concerned. Of course, I couldn't have been more wrong. You see, it turns out that the landlord's intention was to have these green things, which I had enthusiastically removed, cover the concrete wall in such a way that the concrete wall was... Mm, let's see, how can I put this? Covered. On top of that... My contention also was that it was summer and they grow back in no time. And that was completely incorrect because, as it happens, these particular plants do not grow quickly and will probably take about three years to get back to where they were before I started trimming. Now, the story does have something of a happy ending, though. 
because less than 48 hours later, everybody concerned finally agreed that the carport now looked extremely clean, neat and tidy, and that the excessive trimming operation might not have been a bad idea after all. Nonetheless, folks, I've learned my lesson. And that lesson is this. Never do anything like that unless you know what you're doing. Also confirmed once and for all was the unassailable fact that as a gardener, I make a really good musician. I think, I think it was the thought of the day. And on that cautionary tale, we say farewell to Thought of the Day and this episode of The Wonderland. If you've enjoyed the show, spread the word and do leave us a rating, especially if it's a good one. Anyway, thanks for joining me today, and thanks, as always, to Little Kev for his innate wisdom regarding all things abstract and otherwise, without which our Good Time segment would probably serve some useful purpose and thus be completely pointless, even more so than it already is. In any case, it is now time to say goodbye, but we'll be back in two weeks' time. So until then... Just keep yourselves nice and think special until we meet again, right here on another inexplicable episode of The Wonderland. Gotta get back to just Wonderland.